Lane is tapped for vice president. Vianne opens up shop in a small French village. Sarah crash diets. Sammy's brother comes back to town. And Aaron takes on PG&E. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Best Actress, 2000. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Have your own Not yet, Jack. The Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Julia Roberts. Okay, we're back. Hello. Hello, we're back. All right, peek behind the curtain. Um, for those of you who listened to last week's episode, um, we literally paused for two minutes, and now we're just recording Best Actress. Craig, should I? This is a bang bang, as they would have said on the um, sitcom Louie, which has been wiped from the face of the earth. <laughs> Craig, should I cut and color my hair like the Queen's Gambit? You know, um, Dahlia Karnofsky, who was on our 1978, I believe, episode, uh, thinks I look like Anya Taylor-Joy. Wow. She said multiple times, you look like the girl from The Queen's Gambit. Well, your hair, yeah. I mean, it's sort of bit. the same, but I don't, I, uh, she's, she has such, but a, like such gray big eyes. But like you know? She does have big Which eyes. I feel like is not a feature of mine. Oh, um, I saw a really, Maddie showed me a really mean tweet. It said... If, Would she read this on Jimmy Kimmel if we were in a different period of time yes. after the pandemic? Yeah. She said if Anya said if Anya Taylor Johnson and Anya Taylor Joy and Aaron Taylor Johnson. On, sorry, I'm <laughs> mixing the two. They're not related, correct? No. Anya Taylor Joy. They don't have the same last name. Okay. Or anything. <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy, and whoever the, I forget the name of the kid that played Dudley Dursley. If they had a baby, that its eyes would be the correct distance apart. Which is really mean, but I've only watched the first episode of The Queen's Gambit. Oh, I have to say, I'm very far behind on this, um, you know, this cultural phenomenon. Oh, it's listen, they are gambiting, and, yep. and she is a queen. She is she. That's the last movie I saw in theaters, by the way, Emma. Mm-hmm. She's great for that reason. Probably my favorite movie of this year. I'm just saying. It right I now. listened to. A, I don't know, a, remember what I've said in past a podcast with Bill Simmons and uh, Wesley Morris, and they were talking about the Queen's Gambit. And the entire time, he was like, "I mean, we we love that actress because she's from the Nun." Anya Taylor Johnson was not in the Nun. <laughs> like he brings it up, Anya Taylor Joy. Now you have me doing it. I um, did it. You did it. She. Uh, he says it multiple times throughout the course of the podcast. Isn't it's not in the nun. Isn't it so annoying when you're listening to something and you're just like screaming into the void? Well, it really, Do you think people scream into the void at us? Probably. The thing that I think annoys me the most, and I kind of know this stuff anyway, but particularly now doing the podcast, is when I'm listening to another movie podcast and people will say stuff like, like again, Bill Simmons says this all the time, anytime Elizabeth Shue comes up on like an episode of The Rewatchables, he'll be like, well, but she won an Oscar. And yes, she was nominated for Leaving Las Vegas. She did not, she did not win, win the Oscar, but she said it on four different podcasts. I was listening to somebody the other day, and they were like, well, Nett Benning won the Oscar for American Beauty. And I was no, like, no, she, she did not. Hillary Swank won for Boys Don't Cry that year. That was the second time in a row that fucking she got. Well, that, that was the first time. First time. First time that she got hosed yeah. out. Um, do you know that I auditioned for the Elizabeth Shue role in The Boys? Did you really? Yeah, I really did. They decided to go younger? <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Keep that sound effect in. Keep that sound in. Keep that sound in. I went, I did get, I did, so everything in LA is going to shut down and that's fine. But I did go to, I did get some Botox this week. I, mm-hmm. went to, I went to the spa. The spa. I went to Nurse Jamie, who I guess the Kardashians go to. I didn't realize this when I started going. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I was like, feeling feeling it or something and I go well, what do you like what do you suggest for me like what like what's next Could you give me a little bit like a very little bit of Botox guys relax mm-hmm. and I go like what's next what's next and she goes she took two point she squinted at me and p- took point two seconds and she goes lasers you need lasers <laughs> and, and, and when go, Megan <laughs> and Megan says it's a very little bit like when I walked into her apartment she was like morning Muhammad <laughs> Lasers, lasers on your face. Okay, okay, yeah, I guess I need some lasers. Give me some, like, laser off my face? Yeah. And she was like, listen, if we could, we would. Yeah. She didn't say that. They're very nice there. Yeah. They're very nice at Beauty Park. But um, anyway, I'm coming out of this pandemic. My self-esteem is shot Yeah. to shit. Yeah, I think it's gone for all of us. Is everybody else just like... Sad a lot of the time. I hope so. It make me feel better. This happened again. We took it down. Yeah. Okay. So let's bring it up by let's talk about the nominees <sighs> all over the place. Your new favorite subject. So the nominees for the Oscars were Joan Allen for oh, the God. Contender. Are we going to do this thing again? Yeah. Ellen Burstyn Can't for Requiem quick, for a Dream. Pick that while you do this. Laura Linney for You Can't. Uh, you can count on me. <laughs> no, you can you count. You can't count on me. <laughs> Juliette Binoche for Chocolat. And Aaron Brockovich, Julia Roberts won. Um, so these were the nominees at the Golden Globes. Roberts, Joan Allen, Ellen Burstyn, Laura Linney for Best Actress in a Drama, and then Bjork for Dancer in the Dark. Oh, right, yeah. And she wore the swan dress. Swan dress was the 2000 Oscars, yes. Swan dress. Nominees for... Wait, she wore that swan dress to the Oscars and she wasn't nominated? Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, that's probably why. Can I tell you something? A girl that we work with, mm-hmm. uh, it was her birthday on... Um, Thursday. Okay. And I went in, uh, I was there and we sang happy birthday to her and got burritos, but I was going to wear that day. Your my Bjork new, swan dress. No, I was going to, I went, I got, I copped mm-hmm. a full on Ivy Park suit from Beyonce by Adidas. You keep trying to wear this to work and you I keep, keep not doing it. I know. I know. I'm like, I keep losing my nerve because I feel like people are going to be like, what is happening? Because it is a powder blue full on suit. Right. Um, and I almost wore it that day, but I didn't want to take it. I didn't want to take away yeah. from her birthday. I didn't sure. want to take the, you know. You probably, on, would have, probably wouldn't birthday. have gotten your burrito. No, I wouldn't. They would have taken that burrito away. Um, so I did not do that. Um, and instead I wore jeans. But my point is, I feel like that's very that, like Bjork. You were you're not nominated, and you wore a swan dress. Like, stop pulling focus. Yeah, it's like wearing like a full on. It's not just wearing white to a wedding. It's wearing a full on wedding dress to the wedding. Yeah, it is. Um, or so, Beyonce. Yeah, to the wedding. nominees for comedy: Julia Binoche, uh, Brenda Blevin for Saving Grace. I don't even know what that movie is. Oh. Sandra Bullock for Miss Congeniality. Wow, wild. Tracy Ullman in Small Time Crooks. And the winner, and we'll circle back to this, is Renee Zellweger and Nurse Betty. Renee. SAG nominees, Roberts, Allen, Binoche, Burstyn, Linney. Critics' Choice, Roberts. National Society of Film Critics, Linney. 
New York film critics, Linny. L.A. film critics, Julia Roberts. Mm, L.A. went Roberts, New York went Linny. That's, by the way, hey guys, if you needed to know the difference between Los Angeles and New York, one of us is a Linny town and one of us is a Roberts town. Yeah. L.A. likes a superstar that came of age at like 19. Mm-hmm. And Me? New York likes the daughter of a playwright <laughs> who went to Juilliard. <laughs> Um, do you, so we talked about this last episode, uh, uh, for me, three minutes ago, yeah, three minutes ago for me, this is a, this is a weird one in that I, I don't have, even at this moment talking to you, I don't have a, I don't have, I don't know that I have a pick. Interesting. I I do. Okay. 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 Well, so then why don't you start not with your pick, but why don't you start? So I think, so I think I would like to actually start and let's. Um, let's talk about Ellen Burstyn first because I Great. feel like I'm so glad. Twenty years first. later, a lot of people are like, "This was a highway robbery." Ellen Burstyn in Requiem for a Dream is the most incredible performance, never awarded by the Academy Awards, and she is very good. I mean, she's a great actress, and I think of anyone in that film, I think maybe her that she's definitely playing the most charactery role. Yes, like um. A lot of that movie and rewatching it, you know, I sort of fast forwarded through a lot of it. I, yeah, I watched all of her scenes, um, but I and I had rewatched it when we did the 2000 episode. But it's directed so much more than I remember. Like, yeah. there's so many like camera tricks and edit tricks Agreed. and stuff like that that I didn't remember from the movie. Um, it's also, you know, we talked about. I talked about this with Jeffrey Rush when we talked about Quills. It's sort of not. It's sort of a sporting performance. Great. It's, it's not her story. No, it's Jared Leto's story. Mm-hmm. I think he's, you know, it's a it's an ensemble piece. It's definitely about all four of them separately. But I think it's, Leto's the one that bonds the other characters all together. Yes. Um, so I feel like he's kind of the central. When you think, when I think of Requiem for a Dream before we watching it, I think of Jared Leto's fucking putrid arm, like in the car, and then him crying at the end with, yeah his arm being removed. I don't think of her running away from her refrigerator or, you know, Marlon Wayans crying in jail. Like that's not the first thing that comes to my mind. Maybe the ass to ass scene. It's the ass to ass scene. I hate this movie. I think I'm, I don't know if I've been on record as saying I hate this movie, right. but this movie makes me feel dirty. Yeah. It makes me feel gross. Yeah. I feel sick. I feel like physically yeah. it makes sick. me sick. Makes me sick. That this movie in Train Spotting, it yeah. just and um and um, uh, what's that Dan Aykroyd movie? My girl, <laughs> Driving with Stacey. Well, that one where the he, Blues Brothers, <laughs> where Chevy Chase, and it's like and it like they they go on a road trip and he's like Dan Aykroyd plays like a bunch of different roles. I don't remember. Anyway, that movie makes me feel sick too. I don't feel good. I don't. I don't feel good watching this movie. Yeah. This is a weird her role to her her performance is interesting to me because like we talked about this. Yeah, Jeffrey I agree with you the Jeffrey Rushness of it. I I I, I can stomach this more. It's such a big over the top performance which I usually am not as much into. Yeah. I get it more because like I feel like the character kind of demands it um because she's like sort of descending into madness and exactly what you said. It's but when you rewatch it, it's a lot of camera stuff. Yeah, 
it's a lot of, I mean, again, the performance is great. Yeah. I'm glad she was nominated. But it does feel more supporting to me. And and it is helped out by the like wild cameraness of it. I just hate that this movie makes me sick. Makes her sick. Makes me sick. You know what makes me sick? Drugs. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are here. Let's talk about drugs. <laughs> And we're not just talking about the hard... That's right, I'm a narc. We're not just talking about the hard stuff that the kids use. We're talking about amphetamines, those diet pills. <laughs> that's the hard... That's the hard stuff. You know what happens... Get out of here with your marijuana. You know what happens to those people on the diet pills? They end up getting shocked to shit. And that'll happen to you too, kids, if you need to lose weight with pills or you need to inject your veins with... With druggins. I need to do all of that. I need to, I need pills. Yeah. Um, I don't. We can do that. Thank, can you? Yeah. That's, oh, that's me being the doctor. Yeah, we can take care of that. Oh, thank you. And so I don't make eye contact at all oh, and I walk out of the room. <laughs> we can do that. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't Megan's know. Megan's got juice. Megan's got juice. <laughs> Megan's got juice. Whoa, Megan's got juice. <laughs> Are we done talking about this movie now? Yeah, we can move on. Okay. <laughs> so I actually want to move on and the other... So I think Ellen Burstyn's great in the movie. The other performance I want to talk about um, right off the bat is Juliet Binoche in Shock a Lot. Oh, I have nothing to say about it. Because here's the thing, you know, this she, is a, you know what this performance is? It's a real gladiator of a performance. So Shock a Lot, um, I watched. I watched about half of it. I rewatched about half of it. And that's nice. Yeah, and you know, it's. I mean, it's such an enjoyable movie. There's like so many. It's so great to see like all these great actresses from all over the world. And you like, love Johnny Depp so much. I love Johnny Depp. Um, I didn't actually even get to Johnny Depp stuff. Oh, you didn't? I but didn't. you got to Lena Olin. Oh, of course. Um, and you know, she she has her dramatic moment later on, like during the fire when. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the movie is just her looking like smugly at people as they eat chocolate. Truly, it is her going. I know what you like. And then feeding you chocolate. I'm like, are you my mom? Yeah. Are you my sexy mom? Like, don't don't get me wrong. I would love to go to her chocolate oh, shop. Oh. Uh, by I, the way, I know the smell of that chocolate shop. There was a ch- there, shout out my my town, Exeter, New Hampshire, and you had these because they were in the gift bag. Um, <laughs> God damn! Just me saying they were in the gift bag. I want to kill myself uh, at my wedding. But I did. There was a there was a chocolate shop in my town called the Chocolatier. Yeah, and, and when you go in, you have to spin this um, like just cement <laughs> thing and tell them what you see. Um, and I remember I went in. And I wish I that said, chocolatier was as hot as fucking Julia. Benetti. Yeah, I said I see my imminent death. Can it come soon <laughs> enough? And they were like twenty twenty, my dear. <laughs> I used to go and get uh, raspberry creams from there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. It smells just really great, and it's a very pleasant movie. It's weird. It's it's weird that she was nominated. It's weird she was nominated. It's, the movie was nominated for Best Picture. It's a very strange event. It's very strange. Is this a Weinstein situation? Is that why? I like, think it was a Weinstein it? movie. Yeah, you know? maybe. I mean, that's why, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, maybe there was like, and you know, like there was something book? like international about, they're like, sure. oh, we've got Swedish Lena Olin and we've yeah. got Juliette Binoche from France and Judy Dench from England. You know who loves Johnny Depp from Mars. <laughs> and- <laughs> you know who loves chocolate? My mom. Listen, I loves- can't. Listen, we were in the Lassam Hallstrom world. And she does speak, you know, she, well, she's a French teacher too, yeah. so. 
Yeah, I mean, what, yeah, I don't. I, what, you know, do we want to talk anymore about the Juliette Binoche performance? I don't. Really. She's a great actress. Uh, this is a fine movie. What are we talking about here, yeah. what, guys? What are what are we doing? Yeah. What are we talking about? Guys, yeah. Here's another one that's like, what are we doing? Although I get what I get it. I get what we are doing. But Laura Linney in You Can Count, Count on, on Me. So I said I texted this to you, and I think it's worth saying. She says Laura Linney. She says hi the same way yeah. in every. She always goes hi, like where she feel it's like she's being wrung out. Hi, I'm Laura Linney. <laughs> okay, like it's like always with like a forced smile. I want to do a podcast where it's all where we rank all these like white women of a certain age. We talked about this. It's the it's the Tom Hanks thankless wife role. Yes. So it's all the women, um, and you know, there's a couple that haven't had the chance yet that hopefully will get fingers um, crossed get a chance in the next couple of years. But you know, it's the Laura Linneys, it's the Catherine Keeners, it's the Amy Ryan's, Helen Hunt, Helen Hunt, Laura Dern, yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee. We talked about she's a little weirder, yeah, so she doesn't really fall she's in the same category. It. But um, you know, all these women that had like two scenes as a as a wife in a sort of biopic. I, I, I don't think she was, but Patty Clark's I'd put in that too. Patricia oh, Patty Clarkson. Clarkson. Patty Clarkson is somewhere between these people we're talking about in Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. Because there's always something a little quirky about yeah. Patty Clark. But you know who I, who I also, who I put at the top of that? I mean, I think Laura Dern is the, I, she's my preferred Laura. Sure. If I'm being real. Yeah. Laura Dern versus Laura Linney. Go. I would choose Laura Dern. Laura Linney is always good. And this is a Never good, great. this is a good performance in a good movie. The interesting thing about Laura Linney to me is she never disappears into a role. She's mm-hmm. always Laura Linney, but she's also not a movie star. Agreed. It's not like God a damn. It's not like a Denzel Washington thing or even a Tom Hanks thing where it's like, this is Tom Hanks, this is Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Um we'll talk about maybe the ultimate actress uh in terms of that in a moment as well. Um they never disappear, but it's like, but they're a movie star, so I'm along for the ride. So with Laura Linney, it's like it's not it's always good. Like she never gives a bad performance, but it's also always Laura Linney. Hey, guess what? It's November twenty third, and you said the smartest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> November twenty third, twenty twenty. That is the most apt. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Put it the whiteboard that I have. I don't have a whiteboard. Um, that's the most apt description of Laura Linney I've ever heard. She is always good. She's always Laura Linney, and she's not a movie star. Mm-hmm. I mean, she obviously is, but she's not like a. She, you're never gonna. You're not gonna. You're not. You're not gonna, gonna pay the. T- she's not the price of admission. People she's, aren't like, oh, there's a new Laura Linney movie out. Get to that that movie is gonna make a hundred and twenty million dollars this no. weekend. No, she and she is exactly the same in everything, and it's always good and always buy. I always buy it, mm-hmm. and I buy this. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's yeah. I'm. Ne- she, you're right. I'm always like that's Laura Linney. Yeah, and there's always something Being that I Laura feel like Linney. for me when it gets a little high, <laughs> when it gets a little more dramatic is where it loses me. Also, like I think like when her and like fucking Matthew Broderick are like fucking in the car, yeah. and then like she tells Mark Ruffalo that like she's sleeping with her boss, like that stuff I love because it seems like she's she's like my you know bank manager Laura Lenny. Yeah, you know, you know what? what? Else I put, she's doing something a little crazy. You know, a little naughty. You know who else I put in that category? Like very close to Laura Lenny is um um oh my god I've had wine so I don't remember uh, 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 Angels in America 
weeds. Mary Louise Parker. Mary Louise Parker. Exactly for me, kind of the same yeah. thing. She's always good. Yeah. She's always kind of, I burn dinner. Yeah. Not my dinner, your dinner. Yeah. Like, it's always a little bit like, she, it's good, but, I, but, I'm, but I'm like, yep, you are, you are acting. Yeah. The, the difference between the two of them for me is Mary Louise Hair Parker is like, a, is like a heightened version because it always, Laura Linney, while she always seems like herself and I think herself is slightly affected, like Mary Louise Parker seems like she's putting, putting on an affectation. Yeah, you're right. You're right on that. You're right yeah. on that. You're right on that. Yeah. Laura Linney's slightly better. But also one time I um, almost killed Mary Louise Parker, who is very small in real life. And I was at a theater in... Um, New York City, and I turned around, and I almost just like ran her over. Right. And I am not, I'm not a large man, and I was no. even slighter at the time. Um, but I was like, I almost just killed Mary Louise Parker. I, I don't mind saying you're half the size of me. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> post pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, we have fun here. We have fun. We, we like to laugh. We like to laugh. Yeah, and we just have, have fun. Um. You can count on me. It's a good movie, though. I liked... Oh, yeah. listen. I, I, here's my, my true thing. Mark Ruffalo. I forgot about this. Yeah. I for, like, you know... I, I Like, I, sometimes I, I'm like, who, who would I? Who would I? And then I think back on, like, my picks from, like, the late 90s. I'm like, is it Leo? No, not anymore. No. Is it Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Oof, no, not anymore. They just anymore. put out... There's just a picture of Leo on the beach with Emile Hirsch, and he's, I like, mean, four times the size yeah, of Emile Hirsch. That's about, that's about... But you know what? Right? That's what Leo does. He, like... Leo be, And good he, for him, you know? Yeah. He does a movie every two years, and in between, he fucking he's lives like, his life. a fucking shit. Yeah. Um, but for me, now, in my ancient age, I'm like... For like up top there, young wise, I'm gonna go Adam Driver, and I realize that's polarizing. Mm-hmm. But um, Mark Ruffalo, man, is up there for me. He is fucking super hot, and he's really hot in this movie. And a little Rory Culkin, little Rory. I wonder what Rory's doing. Now. Do you know that Macaulay's not the oldest one? That doesn't surprise. There's like seven of them or something. There's like a well, one of them died. Sorry, wow. To bring it down, one yeah. of them died. I think it was. I think it was a sister that died. Shane Culkin is the oldest, mm-hmm. and then it's Macaulay, yeah, and then it's Kieran, mm-hmm. and then it's another one whose name I forgot, and then Rory's the baby. Mm-hmm. He's the little one. Yeah, I think he still acts. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kieran's really the one. He's in that. He's in the public eye. Yeah. Well, that's or just, on the floor. Is that just because of Succession, though? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway, um, this movie is good, but and she's fine in it. Yeah. Um, but not my pick. Weird to me that she got so many, um, so many of those critic awards. I would think if they were going, um, in a different direction, um, than Julia Roberts, it would have been Ellen Burstyn. Cause I feel like people, some people, maybe, you know, in hindsight, people love that performance or Joan Allen and the contender. Yeah. But here, okay. So I want to talk about Joan Allen, but yeah. Uh, I want to talk about Julia Roberts first because I feel like she was, I guess, okay. Laura Lenny's like big kind of competition. Yeah. So it's so I think a lot of the reason why critics didn't pick Julia Roberts is because Julia Roberts is a movie star. Yes. Very much opposite of Laura Lenny. Yeah. She is a movie star. Yeah. She is always Julia Roberts. Yeah. Make no mistake. Yeah. She is a movie star. Yes. Um, and we talked about. Aaron Brockovich back in the day. I know you liked it uh, slightly more than I did, mm-hmm. um, but uh, 
I mean, she's good in this movie. I think she's. I think the movie does not work with any other actress. I other agree. Than Julia Roberts. I think. I think you're right. I think you're right. And in rewatching, um, rewatching God, part of it, you love her. You really love her in it. In Aaron Brockovich, yeah. yeah. In rewatching, I was like, so many of these lines just stick with me. Mm-hmm. And she, there's like so many They're moments in boobs, this movie. Ed. Yeah. Or. Which number did you want? Yeah, which number did you want? I was going to say, which number did you want? <laughs> or with, I just, I was watching a little bit of it on my lunch today, and the whole scene where she's like, she's taking on like the lawyers from PG&E yeah. when she's like... We had that water flown in special for you. Yeah, that part when she's like, how much is your spine worth? Yeah. How yeah. much is your uterus worth, yeah. Linda, or whatever her name is? Yeah. The, you're right. The movie is good. She, the movie does not work without her. Nope. Absolutely not. But that's why I, for me, she's the pick and I get people like being like, ah, it's just Julia Roberts. They just wanted to give it to a movie star. I understand all that. I think she's great in the movie. I think it's a perfect role for her. Mm -hmm. Oh, and she wore that cool dress. Yeah. I think it was Calvin Klein with the white, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Straps and the black. She Um, looks like a black and white cookie. Yeah, she does. She, but she's a real. But even that dress is like, yeah, she's a star, and that's and that 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 moment feels like the culmination of like she's great. Right, she's like really really good in it. I agree. I agree. Um, The movie is good. Um, I think a better movie. Well, not better. That's not true. I think probably the best movie is the movie that I want to watch again is Aaron Brockovich. But man, you and I both watched The Contender, and did we love it? Listen, I love the contender also. I think good flick. Great flick. I don't I think I may have seen it. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's not imminently memorable. But um I think the first hour and 45 minutes of the contender is almost perfect. Mm-hmm. Like I think it falls apart at the end. It gets a little more moralizing probably than it when needs she and to. the president go and sit on the lawn. And actually, so like I think what hurts Joan Allen's um, like candidacy in this or whatever is that is Jeff Bridges. Well, partially that, but also that the role is very restrained for most of the movie, yeah. and I don't think she really gets to like really show off until the first part of that scene when she is telling. So basically, yeah. for those of you who haven't seen The Contender and what are you doing, go out and watch it right go, now. Like, this is a movie, I feel like so many times we're like, you don't need to watch that. Yeah. I'm like, no, watch The Contender. It's yeah. a, it is, it's, it's, it's very relevant now yeah. too. So basically, Jeff Bridges is the president. His vice president has died. He's choosing a new vice presidential candidate. Um, and he wants to choose a woman for his legacy. Yeah, and he's he a surprises Democrat. people by choosing the senator from Ohio, this played by Joan Allen. It's not the expected pick. Um, and there's this basically this scandal that arises about her being in a uh, public sexual threesome situation. A gay bang in college. Yes. Um, So basically towards the end of the movie, because the entire time, you know, she's like, I'm not going to address this. She's like, I just refuse to address these issues at all because it's no one's business. Mm -hmm. Um, So at the very end, she kind of tells Jeff Bridges about, what actually happened that night. And it's great. And it's a different character than we've seen the rest of it. We kind of finally see her like at ease. Her real. Um, And then it transforms into something else, which is not her fault. I think just the script doesn't work. No, it's very Aaron Sorkin in a way. It's very like ideologue. Yeah. And like, and by the way, the, the idea of it is 
she's not going to address these questions because, and, and doing whatever, this is boring to talk about. It's not about her, but like, it's kind of like about it's in direct response to the Clinton Lewinsky thing is like yeah. in addressing them, like it's, it's giving, giving credence to the double standard. It's right. like, she's like, if I was a man, I wouldn't have to talk about this. And we should point out, it's an interesting world in which Clinton was the president because they actually, it actually comes up at yeah. her Senate hearing that she voted to impeach him. Right. Um, but so I guess it's like four years after the movie came out because Clinton. So I guess this would be Jeff Bridges took over after Clinton was the president. Yeah. For eight years. Um, but Jeff Bridges instead of George W. Bush. What a different world. What we a different would world. Be living in. So the biggest problem is that for me is that Jeff Bridges is. I've said this to you. I think the best fictional president in any form, TV or I just film. need, we, we can't talk about it. We really can't talk about it, but like a, a running thing throughout this movie is he just keeps ordering food from the kitchen. Like random food. He's trying to, he's the whole thing is he's trying to like get his kitchen staff, like, like napping or whatever and order something they actually don't have. And it's a great bit. It's weird because Sorkin didn't write this movie, but there's a lot of it that it feels, feels very, like very Sorkin-y, Sorkin-y. Especially like that. This is a shark sandwich. Can you believe that? A shark sandwich. It was great. But was Bridges great. is incredible in it. And Gary Oldman also has this role as this like slimy Republican. He's Mitch um, McConnell, essentially. Yeah. That, um, you know, he his character like sucks. Like you hate him. But they're just so He's much. Mitch McConnell. The two roles are so much showier than the role Joan Allen's playing. Yeah, and I don't even feel like she gets to kind of like. There's it's a, not even like the quiet role, like with like crazy like performances off you, because yeah. neither both of their roles are restrained. They're yeah. just showier. It's just it's such amazing because there's for me. I mean, that scene where you really see her when she tells what happened that night is great. There's also the scene where God, I hope people watch this movie. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, stop and watch it before you. Yeah. Before we talk any further. Yeah, because um, we're in it. There's there's some great twists in it. We're not even getting into like getting a into side that. plot that but has a great twist because we want you to watch this movie. But there's that movie where she go the movie. There's that moment where she's like, they're like, t- like give this like your closing arguments like say why you're an enemy and she's like let me be clear who I am. Yeah. And she basically lays out like every single progressive like line. She's like, I believe in a woman's right to choose. I believe we should not have guns. Like I want to yeah. take every gun. I'm like literally like in tears, like, yes, please. Cause spoiler alert, I believe all those things too. And if you don't, then honestly you can go fuck yourself. Uh, and I, that, will, that I will say, I will say that speech is very strange because we are led to believe like she switched parties and it's like, why were you why ever, were you a, ever member a Republican? Republican? Other than like, I know your, her father sure, was physically. a Republican governor. But yeah, yeah it sure, does like, seem strange. Yeah, guess what? My dad was a Republican too, and uh, that's all changed. But um, but anyway, she gives this whole speech about like this is what I believe, and it's very inspiring, and the whole thing. And then you know, I don't know. It, it's a it's a it's uh, it's weird when you watch political stuff now, and you're like, especially because now politics are so in every. Like I long for that. Remember when you like you kind of didn't give a shit about politics? Yeah. Remember when you like didn't sort of like you didn't like a hundred percent know who like the Secretary of State was, and it was like okay because it's like they're dealing with it, it's fine, whatever. Right. I'm not saying we should go back to times of ignorance, but I'm also just like it would be nice to not have to think about it like every single fucking day, right? 
every single moment of every single day. Yeah. January 20th. Yeah. How many more days? 50 something? Too many. (sighs) I'm so tired. So if you had to rank the best actress nominees from this year, how would you rank them? Okay. Again, nobody is bad. Right. Nobody's Nobody's bad. bad. No. Um, Nobody's bad. But I guess bottom, I want to say Binoche. The same reason why I said Crow, because I'm just like, what are we doing? Um, Then I think Laura Linney. Mm -hmm. Then I think um, Ellen Bernstein. Then I I don't know. Okay. Definitely Binoche. Definitely then Linney. Then I guess, then I guess Joan Allen, then Ellen Bernstein, because like, she, you know, she does go for it, and yeah. there is some really, there are some real moments, and then I think Roberts is the winner. I think, to um, quote from another podcast, uh, the Doughboys podcast, we're in the hand-holding club. I think ah! I'd have the same ranking. Oh my God! I think I would make, so happy. I could maybe switch Allen and Bernstein, which you almost did, um, but I think, I think that's, uh, I think that's, that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. That's about right. Now, so the other... The other person I suggested uh, we talked about was uh, Renee Zellweger and Nurse Betty. Da, 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 da. Nurse Betty's a fun movie, guys. It's fun. Um, she won the Golden Globe for Best Comedic Performance. And here's my, here's my hot take. Um, I think this is maybe the ideal Renee Zellweger performance. Yeah. And I'm saying it over Bridget Jones only because she doesn't have to do the accent. No, I, and I'm going to disagree because I think her accent's great. I don't that. think her accent's bad. I just think she can be kind of more herself because she's playing as someone from Oklahoma. Yeah. She's actually from Texas, like so she's not having to like yeah, do anything break. addition. Because oh, so she's, she's great in Bridget Jones. Like, I'm not taking anything away like, from that. Just to stop people from like yelling at the podcast, she is from Kansas. So I just watched it. So. Oh, the movie. I, I was like, oh, she's from no, Texas. She's from Texas, <laughs> but I mean in yeah. the movie she's from Kansas. Um, I mean, I prefer Bridget Jones for obvious reasons. I think Bridget Jones is a better movie. Yeah. I also, my other movie that I think like, uh, goes into like the three like roles would be Colt Mountain. I think Cold Mountain is oh, a Cold really Mountain. great Renee Zellweger what performance. What does she say about like, and then it's rain? What does she say? Like, she's like, what? Something about it's rain and yeah, I don't know. She, I don't know. She, she says it. Here's the thing about Renee Zellweger. She's fascinating to me. I, I've thought about her a lot recently. I don't know why. Pandemic, pandemic times. So yeah. Just think about. Sometimes I just think about. Well, you do. Rain's you do a lot of sitting at home, sitting singing at home. Judy Garland <laughs> songs to yourself. Remember me, will you? And making making Maddie like play the other characters that start <laughs> singing um, somewhere over the rainbow. Um, clang, clang, clang <laughs> went the trolley. Ding, ding, ding went the bell. I have a pretty good voice, right? Yeah, and you just also you show up at. Um, Thomas and Michael's house like at all oh hours of the evening asking them to give you like dinner. Oh my god, my two best uh my two best gay friends. Thomas Cranger, who needs to be on this podcast be, only because he is a big wig in the music industry and mm-hmm. he loves Ali Main's um lesser known songs. Yes. Uh from I don't know what's the name of that a movie? Star is a Born. Star is Born. Sorry. I've only made it four times. Oh god, I'm so tired. Um, yeah, th- uh, here's the thing about Renee Zellweger. I think the reason why she's maybe gone a little like cuckoo in later years, and I, that's maybe not even fair to her. Like she's been through it. 
I think she's very good. Mm-hmm. I think she's one of the few people, you know, it's so Manny and I have been watching The Undoing. Uh-huh. So, yep, we have as well. Okay. Yeah. Nicole Kidman is is great. She's yeah. Kidman. We love Kidman. Yeah. She never... Folks, you know, we love Kidman, we don't love we? We love Kidman. We love Kidman hey guys, out there. Everybody clap it out for Kidman. Clap it out. Um, but she just doesn't do comedy, you know? I can't... You, yeah. you really don't see her do... I mean, she's good in Moulin Rouge, but it's not like a funny, funny performance. Yeah. Um, I mean, even the co- like comedies she'd like to die for is like a black comedy. Yeah, it's a black it's comedy. not like... Yeah. She's an actress and she just plays the material. Um, Renee Zellweger, I think, is like truly... Really underrated in a yeah. weird way. It's, it's saying that somebody was she's two Oscars now, right? right. Like it's she, and I and I do still think she's underrated. She's very she's she can do a lot of stuff. She's good in a lot of stuff. Um, uh, that's I think kind of why she's like sort of like gone dealing with her own demons because yeah. again, the best among us deal creatively deal with their own demons. Um, she's very, yeah, she's very enjoyable in this movie. She's that wide-eyed kind of like, it's hard to fake it, that yeah. wide-eyed sort of innocence that is, and she, and she, talk about like, it's not put on with her. She is a movie star and she's a real actress. Right. If Laura Linney is a real actress, but not a movie star, and Julia Roberts is a real movie star, but maybe not exactly an actress. I think Renee Zellweger has the best of both worlds. I don't know that this is exactly would if I would have given it to her for this. Right. If this is the if this is the the thing that would have done it for me. But yeah. she but she's great in this. Yeah, I think so. I just think it's a really good role for her. Um, I don't think she should have won best actress for it i just think it's a good performance for her and it, it like I, I just think it really fits into like where she lives as a performer and chris rock and um uh morgan freeman, morgan freeman are really fun in it yeah um also crispin glover is in it and oh, yeah. I, for a second i thought it was steve zahn and then i realized steve <laughs> zahn market corrected crispin glover because crispin glover was like just so yeah. nuts they were like, eh, we can get Steve Zahn, and he's like, yeah. he'll do sort of the same thing, but not, but be, not be quite so crazy. Yeah, yeah. He went like, a, if there was like a chart, he he went, no. his his curve went like right way off the chart, and no. Steve Zahn was like, I'm just gonna be a little more even keeled. No. Um. So, are you mad Julia Roberts won? Nope. No, me neither. I think good for Julia. I think that was maybe the pick. Yeah. Now that we talk about it. Yeah. Good for Julia. Good for her. I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything. Congratulations else. to all the nominees. She could have won. Four. I probably I would have put Renee in there. I think over Juliette Binoche because what are we doing? Oh, what are we doing? I would have put her in there over Laura Linney. Sorry, Laura Linney, but I understand why the Oscars are very into yeah. like you know sibling drama. Right. I would. You know what I would have put in there? Mark Ruffalo. And you know what? Well, this was like Mark Ruffalo is basically like his debut. Like people didn't know who he was. And I think if it had been two years later, he probably definitely would have gotten nominated if people knew who he was. Yeah, he wasn't even nominated. Yeah. But you know what? The joke is on all of these people because do you think, and I mean, I'm truly curious, other than Julia Roberts, does um, Mark Ruffalo have the most money of all these people? Probably, right? He's an Hmm. Avenger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't think it's Juliet (laughs) Binoche? <laughs> Tom um, Hanks, I guess. 
Well, no, wait, sorry. We this is we're talking about if we're just talking about like versus sorry, actresses. So sorry, yeah. actresses. Yeah. Um yeah, no, Mark Ruffalo is doing yeah. Mark Ruffalo's doing pretty and pretty. That's another reason why I'm like Yeah, Ruffalo probably has more money than everybody but Julia and Tom Hanks. Yeah. I bet he has more money than uh, uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, I bet he does too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking, again, he's an Avenger. He has more money than. Uh, Christian Bale maybe has a lot of money too. He was Batman for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not the same as. I don't know, maybe. There's more Avengers movies, right? Yeah. And he's probably in more of them. Yeah, he's all. making that cache. Are they making a Hulk movie? I thought they were gonna. There have been rumors on and off because, you know, they made one with Ed Norton before Mark Ruffalo took over. Well, and they made the other another one. Well, I guess they didn't. Well, they made, the Ang Lee made the Hulk movie with Eric Bana. Right. Yeah. But I'm an Eric Bana. Sorry, this is a totally different. Now we're just. Now we're swimming upstream. <sighs> I don't know. What is the next thing we're going to do, Craig? I don't know. We're going to um, maybe dip into the 50s. Oh, my God. Oh, I love the idea. Because oh, you hate it so much. I hate the idea of that. So yeah. I just think if anybody has an idea, no, and I really want to say this. If anybody has an idea of how we should do the 50s other than watch the five nominated movies, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. And I'm going to ignore it and we're going to watch the five nominated movies. <laughs> we're not going to ignore it. Megan, we're can't, wait, can't wait to watch such classics as Room at the Top oh and... God. We're gonna listen. The rose tattoo. We're gonna listen. <laughs> we're gonna listen to what our our listeners are interested in hearing, and that is the end of it. Talk about Quo Vadis, they say. <laughs> are um, you gonna have a nice Thanksgiving? Oh wait, we already. This is this is post Thanksgiving. Okay. Are you we gonna have a, a nice Christmas? We had a great Thanksgiving. Did you have a great Thanksgiving? Yeah. Are you gonna have a nice Christmas? I hope so. We will see. We're going up to we're going up to Big Bear for a couple of days. Oh, Christmas. that'll be so nice. Yeah. You're staying in a are you doing an Airbnb situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we did that a couple of years ago and um it was really fun. There's a good Indian place there. Also, my dog was very Oh, one other thing about Nurse Betty, they go to fucking Formosa Cafe they and do. they're like, This is where you meet men. And I'm like, it is not. Uh, one thing about Aaron Brockovich that I Realize rewatching the car accident she gets into at the beginning of the movie is like three blocks from my house. No way! Yeah, it's on Lancashire. It's right in front of the Lepley. Wow. Yeah. Remember movies? Remember going to the movies? So great. Those were the days. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Oscar Should. Oh, wait, wait. We didn't talk. Wait, sorry. I'm so sorry. One last thing because we didn't yeah. talk about this. Uh, usually, you say what's. Um, what movie have you seen? What's your favorite movie of this year? What's your favorite movie of this year? Um, nothing. But I do know, I mean, Emma, I guess, whatever. But I do know that you saw a movie that we've talked about on this podcast quite a bit. Oh, it's true. I did see Tenet. I went to a movie theater um, in Ventura County in Simi Valley before the movie theater shut down again in Ventura County. And I saw Tenet. And um, to say I was perplexed, <laughs> would be to understate um, my feelings. Some good action scenes, as always, with Christopher Nolan films. Mm. I guess you can just try and completely ignore what they're, the movie's supposed to mean or what the plot's doing. It's difficult for me to do that. Um, but I did see Tenet. Tenet? Um, so disappointing for me to hear that. Yeah, I I can't um, I can't give it my highest recommendation. That's for certain. Well, it 
is what it is. It is what it is, as yeah. they say in The Irishman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am on Twitter at Too Many Megans and on Instagram at Murphy Megan. And we are on uh, uh, we are on Instagram at the Oscar should have, have gone. gone to. Mm-hmm. And we are on Twitter at the Oscar should. Correct. The Oscars should? Nope, just the Oscars should. The Oscar should. should. The we Oscar occasionally should. get tagged in random posts, people just trying to tweet at the Academy. Yeah. Well, tweet at us instead. Yeah. Tweet at us. Say hi. Um, thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple weeks with something new. And uh, we'll talk to you then. Yeah. Um, be well. Be well. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.